Good morning. Welcome to the Self-Saboteur Podcast. I haven't decided if I'm going to continue to introduce myself like that. But it's the morning. And I have my entire family visiting. My mother, my father, and my sister. Is there anything more important than family? There's probably people out there that have obviously been raised by shitty parents and they would argue differently and against the family but I'm pro-family obviously honestly is there anything more important name something your job (laughs) your your friends I mean I guess you can look at them like family uh, I'm joined by my by my two cats so your animals I mean animals could be part of families however there is nothing like being around your family I'm hosting them and it's fantastic. It's a gorgeous day out. And I'm drinking a coffee with an espresso in it. So guess what? Whatever comes out of my mouth, I don't apologize. Speaking of family. Well, before we get into that, I want to get into my... Uh, the only sponsor I want on this podcast. I've turned down three. And one keeps interrupting this podcast. I'm still using the platform Anchor until I switch over to Podbean and learn how to... I think it's pretty simple to do the RS feed transfer to the Podbean. And then I can distribute it myself. Distribute it myself. But um, the only sponsor is uh, brought to you by God. (laughs) Ah, Yep, it is. I was at the thrift store yesterday. And... I was raised to despise the thrift store by my mother. I love the fucking thrift store. I read a book, uh, Meditations, by Marcus Aurelius on materialistic things. And I stripped my my apartment of things. The only thing I have left that's relatively expensive, other than my equipment, like my audio and my computers and stuff like that, and some clothes and obviously some jewelry and maybe some gold bars that are snuck away somewhere. Um, you'll never find them, by the way. And uh, it's the couch that's made, made, in, made in Calgary. It's a beautiful couch. I replaced everything and it looks better than some people's apartments that shopped and spent thousands of dollars. And I did it, I did it on purpose. That's for another time. However, I went to the thrift store yesterday, and I had my vehicle broken into, and I had a nice Hugo Boss jacket purchased at the thrift store, nine or seven or nine dollars. Looks brand new. Must be the area. It probably depends on the area that you're getting your stuff from. Obviously, the uh, the nicer the the city of the thrift store, the better quality of shit you're gonna get. But there I go with the butt again. 
However, I wanted a new jacket. There's that... Who's that uh, rapper that did that thrift store song? I'm not a big fan of his. But he did do... Uh, store rapper let's look that up thrift store rapper everyone already knows ahead of ahead of time oh thrift shop by macklemore and ryan lewis and there's a jacket in there and it doesn't look like the one he's wearing that's covered in fur but it is a long like peacoat wool it's a beautiful jacket at harry rosen's i'm calling it 2200 bucks i used to shop there back when i was a finance manager and when I say finance manager, I mean a glorified salesperson that would sell warranties, life and disability insurance, etc. for the automotive industry. Great money, you're not a fucking finance manager. You're a fucking salesperson that submits to the banks and speaks with the lenders. And closes people on warranties and, and shit that you don't even need. I remember selling nitrogen. Wait. I may or may not have sold nitrogen for $999 at one point in my life. That could be a dream, so don't take it literally, Ambic. People do it all the time, though. And by the way, nitrogen in most shops, they just put green caps. If it's a used car, you, well, why, you don't have nitrogen in your tires. You have air in your tires, so don't get put together. But I bought this beautiful jacket, and I thought it would bug my mom, but it didn't. She actually, it actually, my mom actually really liked it. My dad liked it too. It, it's pimping. I'm gonna, I'll be taking a picture of myself in it, obviously soon. And it's kind of like a cigar smoking Hugh Hefner with a robe tie at the bottom. And uh, my mom was so paranoid. She put it in a plastic bag. Like it already touched everything. Like we're it's what I would say, oh, what are we what are we gonna have? The bubonic plague, but LA has the plague now. The devil city has the plague. Go figure. The plague with rats. Look it up in LA. The plague is in LA. <sighs> uh but at Harry Rosen's, I remember I used to shop there. I think that's how you say it. Harry Rosen's. That jacket for sure is like $2,200. I paid $18 with a senior's discount. Because I brought my father along. And it'll last me forever. Then I'm going to give him, my, my father, my actual Harry Rosen jacket that I got. It's a, like a cashmere camel cashmere or something pico jacket and it's funny when you go into the thrift store obviously you're gonna have your rift rafts but the majority i would say i would say 80 percent of the time you go in there it's wonderful people there's mercedes beamers out front you know buying things if if they need if they need something and, it, and it's practical, you can get it at the thrift store. If you're going out to splurge and you still have that addict addiction in you, that that uh, character defect of wanting to spend money, go to the thrift store and buy a few things. You'll get over it and you'll 
you won't be over $20. And you'll get some really cool stuff. I highly advocate shopping at the thrift store. You heard it here first. Obviously dry clean this your, your stuff and wash it. I do. I pressure wash if I'm getting furniture or anything. Which leads me to the homestead. Condo living's nice. I mean, my condo is concrete buildings. It's, uh, you can't hear anybody. I have a garbage chute on the fourth floor. You know, I can wash my car underground. There's a car wash, both soap and water. As well as obviously the underground parking, there's visitor parking. They have a games room, so there's a pool table. They have an exercise room, dumbbells up to 60 pounds, kettlebells, universal machine. Uh, they have a TV, treadmill, and some one of that <laughs> that shaker machine you just stand on. A lot of people just stand on there and think they're working out, and just vibrate your whole body. It's just one. It's just like a body dildo. And if you watch some person go on there, and they're probably a nice person, but you can, they almost look like a ripple of a wave. Or like if you throw a rock into a wa like into water and everything ripples out. But if you were to do that with like a, maybe like a paintball gun, shoot a paintball gun into water, it's just like, of ripples. That's what their body looks like. And they think they're, they're actually working out like, oh, whoa. I remember, I remember, I was working out there once, and I was doing, uh, I was doing my my exercise routine, and then I seen a gentleman come off there, and he must have been like 50. And I get the other people that are going on it that might be not familiar with working out, or that just maybe enjoy getting vibrated. Uh, and he just sweat, and he's like, oh, good. He looked at me, and I after I after he came off the uh, the body shaker, <laughs> the body dildo, and I just finished my workout walk, and he goes, huh. Ooh, exercise, eh? And I looked at him, and I think I, I think I just toughed it up and said, "Yeah, I bit my tongue because he's my neighbor." But I, what I wanted to say was, "Huh? What? In what planet? In what world do you think that is working out? What's that syndrome?" baby death syndrome it's awful and that baby shake that's like a that's for adults that's you're doing that to yourself you weirdo i'm gonna start if I, i'm gonna start questioning i think everybody that goes on those and thinks that they're working out doesn't actually think they're working out no i think they think it's like they might like the feeling of the vibration or they might like doing laundry a lot and sitting on the laundry on the on their uh, dryer spinning dryer so this condo is nice like it, and it's got a movie theater if you use it maybe pff, twice you can watch UFC fights pretty cool watch whatever you want but I, I'd watch UFC fights what else does this have oh, it's got a great view it's got a great uh, path behind us a park uh, there's guest suites in here you can rent like for four dollars a night very cheap and no this isn't like a I'm not trying to get people to, to buy anything here I'm not trying to uh, plug my condo 
but I've been looking at acreages. And I've been reading up a lot about farming. And no, I don't want to get into it to be uh, to be rich. No one wants to get into I don't know if anybody ever gets into farming to go, I want to be rich, unless they buy up farms at like a corporate level. No, I want to have my own chickens. I want to have my own goats. I want to have... Obviously, I got my two cats here. They're going to be indoor. They're going to be so fucked on a farm though they're gonna be, be they're gonna have to be inside i'm gonna have to get like feral cats to go outside to kill mice but what i've been researching is you need anywhere from only you only need two to four acres to do what i want to do and land's expensive out here but i have an idea want to listen to my idea and i'm giving it away so here's a so this is my idea if all else fails i'll just i'll just go ahead and buy it but listen so you take a weekend job with a farmer. I used to work. I used to farm when I was from when I was 16 to 19 for two farmers on the weekend and a couple times during the week. On a you know, loading up uh, square bales of hay onto an elevator, and cleaning out elevators, and that was fun. I loved that that job. That was with a gentleman who's a photographer back home, Mr. Spencer, and won't say his last name because uh, I'm gonna ask for his permission. Great guy. And we'd work, and I worked with my buddies. That was a great job. That was so much fun. We'd do that once in a while. I get paid cash. Then I got another job on a tree farm. Who, who's a, who a gentleman who actually welded up in, uh, up in Alberta, did the pipelines, and told me about how great the money was out here. And I think that planted the seed early on on the reasons why I wanted to move out here. But I did stuff for him, for him like painting, building uh, trusses. I think they're called. Um, grinding um, old fucking rusty shit from his farm beams and then repainting them and then I would uh, hit a tree farm so in the wintertime cut down trees for everyone that uh, wanted a tree for Christmas and in the summertime I would help cut you know maintain the you know the the entire acreage of where he was planting the trees Songbird? I forget what the farm was called. Songbird? Anyways. Up, up, anyways. What I've... this Here's here's my secret. So you get, get, go to a farmer. You find... There, farmers always need a, a farm hand. So you get in with a guy that's... Just hoarding. Like, say he has like 96 acres. You work your bag off for him. Maybe sometimes you you call in sick one day at work and you help him with special projects. You get close with them, and you're not doing this out of using him. You're actually gen you got to genuinely want to do this as well. Be close with him too, or it won't work. And then you're also uh, going against God's will. So you got to be genuinely interested. But after a while working with him, building trust, he goes, "What do you? What do you?" You have this conversation. This is what I have in mind. What do you want to do with your life? Like, what, 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 what is it you want? Like, where do you live? And etc. cetera, you're talking. Like, oh, I should want a farm. And he goes, really? Well, you'd, you'd probably be a good farmer, obviously, because you just proved to him through a resume. And he goes, well, how much acres are you looking at? And I go, no, I'm just looking for four. The gentleman's got, let's say he's got 96. He's given up four acres. Do the math. I am in my head. I said that so I can do the math in my head. 
he's now at 92 acres he has he's going to give you four acres for cheap i've seen i've seen actually i've seen two acres up in close to the alaska border for <clears throat> which is way too cold to do anything that i want to do for two grand an acre but again who's going to live there i don't know i haven't even seen i didn't take a look at it but it did say it had some it did say something about water well access or something about water but i'm trying to think of the ad but a lot of times i mean they're like 300,000 400,000 there's some getting into the millions like insane so here's my big thing about people too when they complain about jobs and and you know living it's go, move to where the money is find the job and same thing goes with the housing market and i can't get over people that i well i thought like this spending 700 grand on a shoebox no the place i'm gonna spend if i was to spend seven hundred thousand dollars on something it wouldn't be somewhere where I can hear my neighbor fart for 700 grand you could build yourself a beautiful beautiful place that you can continually build for the rest of your life on five acres if you did it right and that's what I want to do and I'm gonna do it and I'm not gonna build right away this is what this is what I'm thinking I'm thinking we'll get a nice winterized trailer Cause I can work from anywhere. Nice winterized trailer. Slowly start off with fencing. And then I thought about sea cans. I have a buddy, Alex, one of my best friends, if not my best friend, other than my cousin that talked a lot about this. And I'm going to make a new reality, Alex, if you're listening, probably text him after this or text him doing this during this podcast. And, uh, Actually, no, that's distracting. I'm going to maybe even start off with a sea can. If you look them, look up a sea can. Like you don't want a basement, anyways. No, why would you want a basement? It could flood. Fuck that. I just want a one floor. I want like a ranch style home. Eventually, I would build like a second floor, but for the time being, have a one floor and slowly build on it. I'd have my trailer on my acreage maintain my acreage, build my fence, build my property, uh, start working on, you know, the coops, everything that's cheap, that all that stuff's cheap. And I would start building probably, and you can use the foundation as a sea can and you couldn't even tell it's a sea can. And that would just be my main living quarters and continually to build, to build, to build to the point where I'm not reliant on a no longer after, after everything's built enough for myself to sustain. And then a potential wife to live out in the beautiful country with trees and maybe some little, some mountains in the background and you got your chickens and your goats and most of that stuff takes care of its uh, takes care of their own and then you have kids and everything and then you got to start obviously expanding then you build the other expansion and that I would put more work into that and I would extend from where I was living before and that place would probably be like a sunroom or like a maybe my wife's fucking closet but I'm going to do this over time
This is just a goal of mine. It's gonna happen. I always, I always make it happen. Sorry, my mother was phoning me, and she's 20 feet away. So that's how boomers use phones. Uh, love you, mom, though. However, and so I'm gonna quickly finish this up here because we're probably gonna go for breakfast. But I'm sick, and I'm not feeling the greatest, and that's an understatement. However. Since I'm doing this from my phone and not from my computer, I'm going to have to end the uh, segment here. Head to www.savohub.com, Snapchat at SelfSavo, lots of stuff in the works here. Thanks for listening. Love y'alls. Peace. Self-sabotage, self-saboteur, self-sabotage, 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 self-